Hello and welcome to another episode. Today we're starting with the topic, are we crossing the line by using cloned AI voices? What are your thoughts on all the AI music that's been floating around lately? A lot of musicians gain their voices cloned literally. The Drake stuff sounded identical. I was actually going to talk about that in a general way, where when I wanted to get the Stanley Parable voice actor to voice a few lines for my pacifist episode, that cost like over a thousand dollars, I think. Okay, I'm still here. Who, after all, would want to miss the end of such a beloved series? Or at least it would be the end if not for the optional and alternate missions and the need to do everything again to improve the final result. So, see you in the next episode. With the AI voice cloning that's come out, especially given how clear and distinct that guy's voice is, like you could probably clone his voice now with lines from Stanley Parable and get it like 80% there. And certainly people who couldn't afford to pay a voice actor $1,000, that would be clearly a better option. That doesn't seem fair though, right? Maybe it's a little bit different when it's clearly satirical and you're using people who don't make a living based off their vo vocal talents. Like if you do President Biden or something in clearly a satirical way, it's like, well, yeah, he doesn't make a living as a voice actor or a singer or something. And so it feels different, right? Cause not like you could like call up Biden and be like, hey, yo man, here's some money make me some lines for my video or whatever. When it comes to actual voice actors and musicians, it feels a little bit more scummy because you're kind of trying to undercut the way that they earn a living. I don't think that would be legal to clone someone's voice using copyrighted material. Oh, I think there'd be many reasons why it could potentially be illegal. Although it would depend on how obvious it was satire, how, how obvious it was parody. Obviously creating something with the purpose of deceiving people is a little bit different. Like if you made something where you're, you're presenting it as if Biden is actually saying these things rather than simply being a joke. But so Eleven Labs has come out with a new voice cloning thing, professional voice cloning. They only allow you to clone your own voice. And that is what I'm trying to do. I of course have many high quality recordings of my own voice. And so I will be giving them like three hours of that stuff. The stuff from my stream can't be used because it's got a limiter and a compressor on it, but I've got many just raw recordings from my microphone, obviously. And my hope is that if I have my voice cloned, I can like make it so my editors and stuff or people who just help me out with anything will be able to type in some letters and have the AI cloned voice say things as opposed to needing to get me personally to do stuff. Or in cases where like I'm feeling crap and I, I, I don't want to say stuff, but I need some words put in there or something, I can just type it out or something. Use it for memes? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what I'll do with it. It's not going to cost me a lot, so I was like, just why not? Let's just see how good it is. As you guys likely know already, I have experimented a bit with making the characters from GTA 5, making their voices. And the quality is like, eh. Dave is okay, Michael and Trevor aren't really that great. Like, it sounds slightly different every time. You forget a thousand things every day. Why don't you make sure this is one of them? Like, that sounds pretty good. You forget a thousand things every day. Why don't you make sure this is one of them? You forget a thousand things every day. Why don't you make sure this is one of them? You forget a thousand things every day. Why don't you make sure this is one of them? Like you can hear how it's Dave, but the Michael and Trevor ones, not really. And of course it depends on the quality of audio that you have to test the thing. And I've got the raw files from GTA 5 and it still wasn't perfect. But is it right for me to be cloning these voice actors, voices? I mean like Michael has a cameo, Ned Luke, his real name. I mean, there was at one point in time where I tried to ask him 
to make something for me for a pacifist episode? And he said, no. It seems a little bit unfair. But I guess it's just on like a case-by-case -case basis as to whether I'd personally think it's okay. What the law is going to do with this stuff, who knows. But like, can you imagine being even Drake and him trying to take down every single person who's cloning his voice? It's the problem that even in cases where stuff is illegal or harmful or what have you, if everyone's doing it and it's so easy to do that even if you don't want it to exist, it's almost impossible to take it all down. If you can synthesize Drake's voice in 15 minutes with some audio, then even if one person gets sued, another 15 people are going to start doing it again. You'd assume that this would just become more and more accessible and better and better quality to the point where like, it's one Google search away and you've got someone's voice cloned. As I say, interesting times. 2013 GT Online version is now playable again. So I almost didn't want to cover this because I don't know how to do it and I don't think it's public how you can do it. Or at least there's no guide right now. But apparently it is possible to play on the very first version of GTA Online from this terrible person. It is possible to play ancient GTA Online, not a single DLC in sight, through emulation on RPCS3. As PS3 versions 1.06 to 1.12 have an offline online mode which allows you to create a temporary character to mess around with with full access to what's available on disc. So RPCS3 is a PS3 emulator. And I guess hypothetically now that GTA can be emulated to some degree on this, you could use like save states and stuff, like actual save states. You could potentially even make a TAS, a tool assist to speedrun. I doubt anyone's going to bother doing that. It only gets crazier. You can play with others. So this is interesting. Like I've thought about potentially going to the effort of doing this myself, maybe for a video, but like, what would I even do? It seemed like a lot of effort to set something up to play what is ultimately just a worse version of current GT Online. For history, it's cool that you can go back and see it, but eh. If they ever make a guide for it to explain, like, step by step how to do it, maybe I'll take a look. The unfortunate reality of missing out on great media. We've talked before about how there's only a finite amount of things that can be advertised, promoted, or be popular at any given time. And given that every passing year, more media is created, that means there is more media that is being forgotten about, or isn't being promoted, or not being seen by people. And what's interesting to me is, there's likely a lot of things that I'd really enjoy, but I'm just never going to know about. Especially like really niche things. And so yesterday, I was scrolling TikTok, and I saw this. Like, what is this? This is some dude with a... What, you, what resolution is this? The square resolution. The game looks ancient. But all these people are enjoying playing this game, killing this tower for some reason. Like, what is this? Is this, is this what Ultima Online is? He's on a horse. Look, he's just... This is like a community of people loving this thing, and I have no idea what it is. I just mean it's sad. With every passing year, there is just potentially cool stuff that I'm missing out on, and there's nothing I can do about it. I'm just not in the right place at the right time to learn of these particular things. There is going to be games that I play right now that are super enjoyable and great, and people born 50 years from now are never going to hear about them because it's just not going to be profitable or relevant enough for people to ever talk about them again. My viewers hated the music in my new GT5 Chaos video. So I released episode 9 of Chaos Mirror World, and the comments didn't really like a change that I made. So in the episode, I don't use the chill hop that I used to use in Chaos for all the other seasons. Instead, I started to use more like racing, upbeat sort of music. 
Voss has appeared in the same location? Of course. Of course! Um... Can I... Get a bus? So it's just Mario music. Like from Mario Kart or whatever. But, uh... I received a lot of backlash. What's the background songs? Take out the background songs. Didn't really enjoy the background music. Background music is really distracting. Yeah, the background music is super annoying. Holy. The background music is really annoying and too loud. I think the background music ruins so much. Not a fan. I kind of dislike the background music. It's too distracting. IMO. Not enjoying the weird background music that is unrelated to anything. So this is an example. They say it's quite loud. Oh, red smoke. Finish the wonder level. No Is that loud? I had a handful of my mods watch it beforehand and they said it was fine. People on the day said they preferred the change. The thing is though, it's very hard to get unbiased feedback on things because obviously the people who stuck around this long watching the series are people who like the chill hop or at the very least aren't put off by it. Anyone who would want louder, more energetic music would have left long ago. So it could be the case that by putting louder energetic music, I could bring back such people or new viewers entirely, but I might scare away the people who currently like the series. I will say though, comparing the two previous episodes, episode 8 had an average view duration of 23 minutes, while episode 9 has an average view duration of 23 minutes and 46 seconds. So, about the same. There is no difference here. So is it just a vocal minority? At the very least, it doesn't seem as though the change in music has increased the view duration. Haven't I been doing this for a while now? I don't believe so. So in episode 8, you can barely hear the music. Welcome to the maze, bang. Definitely, uh, definitely fucked me up. Like it's there, but it's really quiet. That is, that is one way to stop. I thought the energetic music would bring something more of the episodes, but I guess I'm wrong. So maybe I'll go back to doing chill hop then. It is hard to balance all the different sound songs. Maybe yeah, I'll give it one more go and just have it a bit softer. Cause I don't feel like the chill hop music is really suited. Or maybe I'll keep tinkering with the playlist and we'll see how it goes the next time. I'll make it a bit softer and we'll see. I was featured in the Game Theorist channel. So apparently I ended up in a Game Theorist video. Just a little brief snippet. The video is titled Game Theory, which US president is an epic gamer? AI presidents. Recognition. And one of the key things that studies have pointed to is raw intelligence. With so many players playing video games these days, there's a collective desire to find out the most elaborate and efficient strategies. That means that the amount of information you have to juggle at once is higher than ever before. I mean, so that's it. It was just a small clip showing the current 100% taxis leaderboard with a clip of my 100% Grand Theft Auto 5 speedrun, the 9 hour and 59 minute one that's currently sitting at 4 million views. I suspect the reason why this video was chosen was because of a very popular video. But what surprised me looking at this is that they had the presence of mind to select the correct leaderboard. Like the person who made this wasn't just a person just randomly grabbing footage of something popular. They knew what they were doing. Whether they chose me because they like my content, I can't say. But at the very least, the person is knowledgeable in regards to speedrunning. Your average Joe would have just picked the first leaderboard that came up or not include the leaderboard at all. Game theory editors must be top of the line in the industry. You'd imagine so. So what I'm saying is, it's flattering to be included in anything. I do wish I was more actively speedrunning full categories again, but who knows? May that happen one day again. Whenever I'm acknowledged for my content or my speedrunning outside of my own little bubble, it's nice compared to the other ways that I'm usually referenced in regards to reaction content. And uh, Charlie claiming that I said all reactors are rapists because that crushes me every single time that happens. I still can't believe he did that. I wake up every day being like, I can't believe he fucking said that shit. That is my life and I just have to live it. I learned that I was included in the Game Theorist video because like a lot of people tweeted at me. 
And so, thank you to everyone who tweeted at me. A strange glitch is plaguing my latest videos. So over the last month, I've been having issues with my videos having random stray frames. I'll show you what I mean. I'll give you three examples. This is from my recent Hitman video, which of course you all saw because it's a really great video. See there? I was flashed twice. Try, try again, different scene. See, see that flash? So I have been told that it's not necessarily a problem with Adobe, even though it really feels that way, that it seems to be something to do with like the rendering codec or something from NVIDIA. I updated to a new driver, still having this issue. It's only some videos, I don't know why. Maybe it has something to do with using Adobe's media encoder as opposed to Adobe Premiere itself to render things, I don't know. But if you've noticed these things in videos, I'm sorry, I do my best to spot them and prevent them from happening, but it has been an issue for a while. Regulus, a guy who's helped me add things to chaos and he's, he's helped me out with a lot of things, made me a bunch of stuff, he knows the coding and stuff. He suggested he can make me a program that can scan my videos before I upload them and detect if there's any of these stray frames. Or at least tell me where they could possibly be some so I can check those spots. And so maybe that will solve the problem. But the recent Cougar video, for example, has no such issues. So I don't know what's going on. I might try and change from the NVIDIA game driver to the NVIDIA studio driver. I don't know how that would affect my gaming performance, but like this is just a terrible issue and I, I want it to go away. But yeah, so if you've noticed those, those things, I hope it doesn't detract from the experience of the videos all that much. It is just after all a few stray frames, but I get that anything that, that takes you away from the watching experience can be annoying. So sorry for that. I'm doing my best. Is there a secret way to help your favorite content creators? I learn more about the way YouTube and Twitch works from you than basically any other source. Is there anything I can be doing as a content consumer that would help out that isn't as obvious? Not really. If you see a person's video, click it and watch it to the end. Don't worry about it. Like, just watch what you want to watch. You shouldn't be deciding what content to consume based on the benefit to particular creators, right? It is the creator's responsibility to make you want to watch the video and click it to the and, and watch it to the end, right? Don't lessen your viewing and entertainment experience to try and help some creator. My sweet descent back into lollipop temptation. Guys, whichever one it is, fallen off the wa wagon or fallen on the wagon, it's happened to me. These fucking sherbet lollipops are like crack. These are like my childhood and I love them. The smell. Smells like the small movie theater down the south coast. Go to with my grandparents. Probably feet, sit like under like 40 people or something. Watch movies as a kid. Christmas. I eat these lollipops. You buy, you buy like 10 for a dollar. I should be the, the happiest I could ever be. And so occasionally I get reminded of them and I buy myself a tub. But they are pure fucking sugar. Terrible for you. Messes up my insides. Ruins my sleeping. But sometimes the cheapest drugs you can get. Answering your most interesting questions submitted on my Discord. If you could eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? I guess it would be pizza. You just pick something that's very broad. Like you can have anything on a pizza, right? I could just put like celery on a pizza if I really wanted to. As long as it's dough with some sauce and then some cheese, like you can put anything on it. Except infinite variety. What do you think about GTA San Andreas in VR? I wonder if that's still coming considering Meta's issues. Like at one point in time, the Take Two dude was like, yo, we think VR is garbage and we're never gonna put our games in VR. But of course, Zuckerberg was like, would you like some money to make San Andreas into VR? And they were like, oh yeah, sweet, let's do it. Still hasn't come out yet though. Will the talk to Matt VC stage ever be used? I have done actual Q&As in the past where I had people come in and talk to me, but 
it's very inefficient in terms of getting questions from people. And there's a section in my Discord that still says talk to Matt, which is the room that I used for that purpose. It'll probably never be used again, but who knows. Do I like drinking? I uh, would drink alcohol like uh, on the weekends when I would go places back in the day. These days I might drink maybe once or twice a year. I mean more than let's let's say like I know I might drink once every two months or something. It is not something I super enjoy now. And I think most people when they get into their 30s drink less. But yeah, fairly indifferent to it. If I am drinking, I'll be drinking bourbon though. If I was CEO of YouTube, what would I change? I would immediately retire and take my severance. I do not want to be CEO of YouTube. I'm not sure what I would change. I think YouTube is doing pretty good as is. I guess I would try and compete more with Twitch in the live streaming space and actually improve that. But I mean, it's entirely possible that when I became CEO of YouTube, I would have access to information that would completely change my opinions. Would I bring back the dislike button? Is it really that bad that it's gone? Yeah, maybe I'd bring it back, I guess. What was my experience with high school? Largely negative. I do not look back on it fondly at all. Some people peaked in high school. I certainly did not. I don't consider any of the relationships I had back then to have mattered really at all. I don't think of any teachers fondly. I don't have any positive memories really at all of the entire experience of school. What is something you consider the worst failure or missed opportunity in regards to your content creation? I sincerely wish that I had not released the early script of the reaction series. While I could not have predicted Charlie's mass misrepresentation of it to millions of people, so in other words, I could only look back at this in hindsight. I released it for a reason, and that was because I didn't have time to work on it. But in hindsight, obviously, I think it would have been a better move to have simply held back and then just released the video that I eventually really ended up releasing on the topic, which just saved me a lot of hassle, drama, stress. Of course, the flip side of that is there would have been a lot less attention on the issue because obviously reactors notoriously misrepresent criticism of them and only care about such things when there's drama and they can knock stuff aside easily. Obviously, no reactor gave a shit about the actual ending video that I made because it's really good and there's nothing they could do to dismiss the criticisms within it. But obviously, for my own mental health, I would have rathered had less attention, even if maybe the issue at hand would have suffered from that lack less of attention. If you were to give up GTA, what game do you think you would be playing the most? I would be playing some MMO, don't know what it would be, and I'd be playing some MOBA, I don't know which one it would be, and I'd be playing tower defense games. Don't know what those are either, or the specific ones. And the reason for this is this is, these are the games that I played before I was a successful streamer. They're the ones that you can sink the most time into, that you can collect the most stuff, that you can build, skills with pretty much infinitely. And those are the kinds of games that I gravitate towards. Things that just kill time and give, can give you that endless sense of progression. Not a good use of time, but that is what I did in my gaming history before speedrunning GTA 5 and all that jazz. Best and worst GTA 5 story missions? The best, probably prologue. It's a good mission, it's a good introduction. Has you asking questions, introduces things well. The worst is cleaning out the bureau because you're following a janitor through some traffic lights and it's super slow and it sucks for the speedrun but also sucks casually. Do you plan to speedrun anything else after GTA 5? Are you interested in any other speed games? If so, what are they and why? I have multiple times tried to get back into speedrunning Dark Souls 3. I even relearned the run a couple of years ago. Didn't end up finishing a run. I have speedrun Dark Souls 3 in the past. Will I return to it? No. The only other game I'm likely to speedrun is GTA 6. I find doing challenge runs a bit more rewarding these days. It's just hard to find some that are very good for GTA 5. What are your thoughts on YouTube clickbait and how far would you think is ethical? If your thumbnail and title 
give an entirely false impression of what is in the video, then that's going too far. If it is merely like putting your best foot forward, then it's fine. So we ended here. Thank you for watching and joining me on my new channel. I wish you all the best.